Hello and welcome to HW News Report. Here you can listen to news from political and economical world. Follow this podcast now to stay updated. At HW News, we have been delivering news that matters to you. Our goal is to present you with information that simulates conversation around topics of larger public importance that are often lost in the noise of shrill prime time. My name is Aarti and you are watching HW News. This is our weekly news show South Connect where we round up the news from across five states of southern India. So let's begin with Karnataka. Notorious sex trafficker Santro Ravi, who is in custody of the CID in Karnataka, has been hospitalized for the health complications after allegedly attempting suicide. K.S. Manjunath alias Sandro Ravi, who is alleged to have close links with the top leaders of the ruling BJP in the state, is now stable. He was taken to Victoria Hospital in Bengaluru for treatment. While he was arrested several times in the past on charges of human trafficking, Sandro Ravi recently came under the scanner once again. A Dalit woman filed a complaint with the Mysuru police who accused him of dowdy harassment, rape and physical assault. The police had formed six teams to locate Ravi, who was absconding, and teams were sent to neighbouring states including Telangana and Kerala. He was finally arrested in Ahmedabad on January 13th. The BJP has come under flak after the opposition alleged that they helped Ravi escape from the police. Recently, pictures of him with various state ministers of BJP surfaced. Ravi is seen with Home Minister Arag Janendra, Health Minister K. Sudhakar and Primary Education Minister B.C. Nagesh. Audio clips also surfaced in which Ravi was heard bragging about his connections with the BJP and the state police. On January 16th, the Karnataka government handed over the case to CID. Let's move on to other news from the state. Traffic snarls are not uncommon in Bengaluru. However, traffic was stopped under the KR Market flyover for an unusual reason on Tuesday. A man threw handfuls of currency notes from the flyover onto the road below. Videos of the incident, which have now gone viral, show the man standing on top of the KR Market flyover and throwing the notes down, while several people gathered on the road below are seen jumping to catch the money. The police identified the man as Arun V. Visuals show the man in a suit with a clock across his neck, throwing 10 rupees currency notes from the top of the flyover. According to initial investigation, the man threw 2,000 notes in denominations of 10 rupees. However, by the time the police arrived, the person had fled the scene. Police said that Arun V is the founder of an event management company called V.9 based in Nagarbhavi, which is where he also stays. He also has a YouTube channel and other social media handles on which he posts videos and pictures from his events. Now, this has prompted debate on whether the incident was to promote his channel and his business. Reportedly, Arun was booked under charges of creating public nuisance under the Indian Penal Code as well as relevant sections of the Karnataka Police Act. Let's move on to the next state, that is the state of Kerala. Former Kerala Chief Minister and Congress leader A.K. Antony's son, Anil Antony, this week resigned from the Congress party, citing intolerant calls to retract tweet regarding the BBC documentary on Prime Minister Narendra Modi. The now-resigned Congress leader had supported Bharatiya Janata Party in the controversial BBC documentary on PM Modi. 
Despite large differences with BJP, I think those in India placing views of BBC, a British state-sponsored channel with a long history of Indian prejudices, and of Jack Straw, the brain behind the Iraq war, over Indian institutions is setting a dangerous precedence. It will undermine our sovereignty. Anil K. Antony Digital Communications, Kerala Congress, had tweeted in a tweet on Monday. Taking to Twitter, Anil then said, I have resigned from my roles in Kerala Congress. Intolerant calls to retract a tweet by those fighting for free speech. I refused. Facebook wall of hate abuses by one supporting a trek to promote love. Hypocrisy, thy name is. Life goes on. Redacted resignation letter below. Earlier on Monday, Antony said that no matter what, political leaders should not let internal differences to be exploited by foreign entities and external agencies to create divisions in this country. Let's move on to other news from the state. The controversial BBC documentary on PM Modi's role in the 2002 Gujarat riots was screened across Kerala on Tuesday. January 24th, by various political organizations, including the SFI, even as BJP went up in arms protesting against the screening. BJP members took out protest in several parts of the state against the screening of the documentary titled India, the Modi Question. In Tiruvananthapuram, police resorted to water cannons to disperse the protesters. Protest marches were also taken out by BJP members in Victoria College in Palakkad and Government Law College in Ernakulam, where SFI followed through with its announcement to screen the documentary. In both the places, police intervened to remove the protesters and prevent conflict. DYFI, the youth wing of the ruling CPIM in Kerala, also said that it will screen the documentary not just in the southern state but across India. It also said that there was nothing anti-national about screening the documentary as it has not been banned in the country. Let's move on to the next state, Tamil Nadu. Tamil Nadu, the second biggest economic power in the country next to Maharashtra, will become the largest GDP contributor in three years, according to R. Ravi Chandran, Principal Chief Commissioner of Income Tax, Tamil Nadu and Puducherry. He said that advanced tax growth in Tamil Nadu and Puducherry is 25% more than the national average of 18%. Its TDS growth is 36%, higher than the national average of 25%. He was speaking at the Income Tax Office campus after unfurling the national flag. He said in terms of growth in tax collection, Tamil Nadu is the third largest in the country after Delhi and Bengaluru. Ravichandran also said that this year the centre is going to fill about 10 lakh jobs with the IT department, accounting for 25,000 jobs. Before the end of March, around 510 multitasking staff will be recruited. With that, 80% of the jobs will be filled. That is what he said. Ravichandran also inaugurated the renovated Agathiyar Murigai Totam, that is a herbal garden containing various species such as Tipli, Sitarathai, Tulasi, Vasambu, Karpuravalli, etc. near Vanaparati block. Moving on to other news from the state. A tableau with a huge banner reading Tamil Nadu Valga, Long Live Tamil Nadu stood at the forefront in the Tamil Nadu Republic Day Parade in Chennai on Thursday. The tableau comes amidst the tussle between the state government and Governor Aran Ravi over the road regarding Tamil Nadu's renaming. In the first week of January, the governor kicked up a controversy by suggesting that Tamilgam would be a more appropriate name for Tamil Nadu. During a speech he made at the Raj Bhavan. A day ago on Wednesday, Governor R. N. Ravi also attended National Voters' Day event in Chennai. He ended his address with the slogan, Walaga Tamil Nadu, which is 
long live tamil nadu and valaga bharatam which is long live india in this speech the governor later said that an interpretation or inference that it was a suggestion to change the name of tamil nadu is erroneous and far fetched let's move on to the news from andhra pradesh Many state accredited journalists in Andhra Pradesh received a notice from the Commercial Taxes Department earlier this week stating that they are liable to pay professional tax of 2500 rupees per year. Venkateshwara Rao, a journalist who works for a Telugu daily, received a notice saying that he is liable to pay professional tax of 12500 rupees under section 10 of the Andhra Pradesh Tax on Professions. Traders Callings and Employment Act 1987 The notice signed by Deputy Commercial Tax Officer stated that Venkateshwara Rao must pay the amount within 15 days of receiving it or else action will be taken Following the order two journalist unions in the state met the Information and Public Relation Commissioner T Vijay Kumar Reddy at his office Commercial Tax Department Commissioner of Amalapuram however said that similar notices had been sent to 28 journalists and the process will go on He added that he has not received any official instruction regarding the stoppage of the notices In another news from the state The Twitter account of Andhra Pradesh Director General of Police KV Rajendranath Reddy was hacked on Monday and hackers posted an obscene photograph on it. Cyber crime police have registered the case and taken up the investigation. Deputy Inspector General Technical PhD Ramakrishna said that the account was created in 2019 and it was inoperative since February 2020. The account was hacked on Monday by some unknown persons who posted an objectionable photograph on it. The matter came to light after some people posted photos and videos of the hacked page on various social media platforms. Some social media users even started liking the photo posted on the hacked account. The technical wing of the police department took note of this and then removed the photo from the page. Let's move on to the next state that is Telangana. Telangana Governor Tamilisai Soundararajan unfurled the national flag from the Raj Bhavan on Republic Day and read out her speech after the government of KCR reportedly did not respond to a communication from Raj Bhavan asking for the government approved speech. The chief minister did not attend the event the chief secretary and the state police chief attended on behalf of the government the government had said it had restricted the governor's celebration to raj bhavan because of covid restrictions something the courts did not also agree with the telangana high court had ordered that a republic day ceremony befitting the occasion should be held with public participation at a venue chosen by the state government The BRS government however stuck to its plan to have the celebrations at Raj Bhavan with the ceremonial parade and guard of honor held on the premises. The Telangana High Court has also strongly condemned the state government for its failure to celebrate the day in the state the governor said in Puducherry where she is currently the lieutenant governor. Well that's all for this week South Connect do let us know what you think about the news that I just read out in the comment box below for more news and updates you can log on to www.hwnews.in Now be the first to know about the latest updates on our new news app go on your android or ios search for hw news network download our app choose the language you prefer to get updates in and be up to date with the latest news If you like this episode please rate us with 5 stars right now. HW News podcasts are available on Benchpods and all other audio platforms. 
Also, don't miss to check out Sound Connect from the House of HW News podcast. And we're sure you'll love it too.